Okay, we got it going on. So, hey everybody, Nikki Burnett here, Taste Life Radio, uh, where we are here to talk about truth and talk about science and have a bunch of fun. And we talk about dogs and we talk about everything under the sun as long as it comes back to health and wellness and nutrition. And so today, which has been a long time coming, I've been <laughs> waiting for this for months, I finally have on one of my really my closest friends, um, colleagues. We nerd out together, we go to conferences together, we go to seminars together, and truly one of my very favorite people. And so this is gonna be fun, because really, we're gonna just talk about how we talk whenever we get together. <laughs> yeah, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> we have so much fun when we do this. Um, and so this is Dr. Amber Hollis. Amber is Dr. Amber. This hard for me. <laughs> Just call me Amber. <laughs> um, she is a medical, a Chinese medical doctor and doctor, doctor of acupuncture. Um, she works in functional medicine. She works in supplements and herbs. I'm going to let you talk about a little bit about what you do. Just real sure. quick, but then we've got to get into um, our gratitude mm. for the day. Mm. And then um, we're going to really dig into you. Cool. Well, okay. speaking of gratitude, I'm so grateful just to even yeah. be here with you. Um, so I guess my my history quickly is actually kind of funny. I feel like when I was around 20 years old, I was thinking I didn't want to go to college and I just wanted to do something quick and easy that would allow me to help people, whatever that meant at the time. <laughs> right. Right. And so I actually ended up going to massage school. And that really like ignited my interest in the human body. I had no idea what I was getting into. Again, I wanted to do mm -hmm. just something quick and easy and not put a lot of take, effort take in. Take the easy way. <laughs> I did. I yeah. did want to uh -huh. take the easy way. And it just ignited just this strong passion of physiology and the human body and how, how it works and how we think. And so here we are, about almost 20 years yeah. later, um, with a doctorate in acupuncture and oriental medicine, which I never saw coming. Yeah. So that's kind of like a very short snippet of cool. not wanting to put much effort in to putting 20 years <laughs> of effort in. Isn't that funny? I know, same. It's outrageous. Um, so let's, let's jump into gratitude because we always yeah. want to start the day I start my day with gratitude. I started with a really great meditation this morning and you know, did my gratitude journaling. And I wanna, I wanna really impress upon people what that does to start, to start the day and to, to, to help your mindset whatever, wherever you are. We have so much going on right now um, that we need to, I think that's a place that, that just for our own sanity and in our own um, levelness is to really, bring that into our daily lives and bring that um, uh, bring that sympathetic down. And we'll get into that. You know, it, it's that's what the term we use, but we'll talk more about that here in a little bit. I think that's going to be really a big part of our conversation. Um, but I'm going to tell you really what I'm grateful for. We have uh, my niece and nephew are coming up this weekend. And they're coming up tonight, as a matter of fact, from Dallas. And we're going to take them camping. So mom is staying cool. here and staying at the house. And we're taking the niece and nephew camp camping. They are 13 and 15. No, no, 14 and 12. 14 and 12. <laughs> 14 and 12. Anyway, we're gonna have the just the best time. They're great kids, um, and we're gonna take a full four days. And I'm awesome. super grateful for good family, for the ability to just go out in the mountains that just 
makes your heart sing, yeah. right? The river, the trees, the mountains, it's beautiful, it's gorgeous. We try to go as remote as we possibly can. We take our food. When we cook, we're cooking yeah. while we're camping. Camping's I mean, it is serious <laughs> stuff and it's the most fun. And of course, fishing, we may actually, we never keep fish. We may keep some fish, so uh -huh. that'll be fun. Awesome. So anyway, that's what I'm grateful for today. It's going to be a really good weekend, and I'm looking forward to it. Oh, that sounds yeah. so good. Nature is so mm -hmm. medicinal. It is. Oh, speaking of gratitude, I also do like a morning and evening just good gratitude practice yeah. because, and again, we'll probably get way mm -hmm. into this, but just the changes that can happen to your literal brain yeah. by being in a state of mm -hmm. gratitude. So the more we can be in that state, I mean, it is trans, it's transformational for it sure. Is, it is. So yeah. when I get into a gratitude, you know, I've been um, <laughs> guilty of just like almost like just rambling so many <laughs> gratitudes. So rather than like your peaceful one, I'm like, oh, I'm grateful for my husband. I love him so much. He works so hard for me. He's supportive. <laughs> I'm so grateful for the trampoline that we bought. I can jump on a trampoline every Do you single have it? night. Yes. I haven't seen it yet. I was oh. just over at your house yesterday. Oh my gosh! Where? Well, we didn't go in the backyard. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm. I'll, I'll. I'll stop there. Actually, I am so <laughs> grateful. My husband and I got a trampoline. He got it for my birthday. It happened to be in the midst of uh, the midst of quarantine, and it was a perfect time. Yeah. Because like, what else are you gonna do? And <laughs> we needed to release some pent up energy. <laughs> and I've always wanted a trampoline, so he bought me a trampoline for my birthday, and it's a 16 foot gigantic uh, trampoline. So we pretend to be, you know talented so, acrobats yeah. and we're not at all um, but that's what I am super grateful for. okay okay so tell everybody why you got a trampoline well do you know why I got a trampoline well I think so well I don't know why I got a trampoline oh I've always <laughs> wanted one well start I think there. that's what it was is you didn't have one as a kid every kid yes. we didn't has a trampoline our neighbor did yeah. um and I've always wanted one yeah and we've talked about it and I would say probably in the last six to nine months we took my two little nephews, who are uh, six and seven, uh, to a trampoline park. And man, we had more fun man. than they did. <laughs> and we were just like sweating, and we were like, this is such a great workout. And I really wanted, um, well, I wanted like five trampolines, because our yard can handle it. And yeah. my husband was like, Maybe one. Yeah, Let's start well, there. Just one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we have this, and now my little nephews can come over to our That's place awesome. and jump. So it's just a yeah. nice, um, it's a stress reliever. It's a way to get family and friends together and hopefully <laughs> not get hurt. Um, but I just love it. Like, you yeah. can jump on that for a couple minutes and get the blood flowing, and you're like, well, I am like out yeah. of breath. And I consider yeah. myself like a pretty in shape, active person, uh -huh. and I'm like two minutes. And I'm like, whoo, okay, yeah. I'm stand here yeah. for a second. That's awesome. I think, too, that, that jumping on the tram trampoline, I don't know if it's the same as a rebounder. I would assume it's the same as a rebounder. But it, it's medicinal as well. So it can help with yeah. high blood pressure. It helps with, I don't know what else it helps with, all kinds of physiological stuff that we deal with. It's just, yeah. just that bouncing. Um, so people will say, you know, the small rebounders, if you just mm -hmm. have it in your house and you just bounce, 10 to 15 minutes a day, yeah. it can help with a lot of things. That's been a big thing for mm -hmm. many years is just mm -hmm. this bouncing because yeah. it literally gets your blood moving. And tying a little bit of Chinese medicine mm -hmm. into this is that, you know, the root 
there's a saying that the root of all illnesses is a lack of blood flow to some specific area of the body. Yeah. And so that's why I think that jumping and bouncing can be just so good for your health because you're literally getting the heart pumping and you're getting mm -hmm. the blood moving. Cool. So it's yeah. so fun. <clears throat> okay, so let's do this. My intent was not to make your intro about you short. I didn't mean to do that. Um, but I want to make sure that you say everything that you want to say about who you are, where you come from, so everybody knows mm -hmm. why you're doing what you're doing and, you know, why you're so great. She's an amazing <laughs> practitioner, let me tell you. Oh, um, so it's true. It's true. Um, so I want to get into that and then okay. we'll start moving on to the fun stuff. Okay. Well, I think the answer to why I do what I do has definitely changed over the years. As I mm -hmm. said, yeah. you know, this started out not necessarily wanting to put a lot of time and effort and over the years, what I have seen is that people are not well. They go to their primary care doctor and they're told that they are well. And I know that you see this a lot. Yep. And of course, this is not about um, like bashing conventional yeah. care. It is a brilliant <laughs> medicine, but what it is lacking is prevention and it is also lacking um, like early detection. Right. So our body is mm -hmm. constantly talking to us mm -hmm. and and people are like, oh, I don't feel well, I'm gonna go to the doctor and they run labs and everything is usually normal. Mm -hmm. And then they come to us saying, I don't feel well and my doctor tells me I'm fine. And there's like no time spent with these patients. It's very hard. little. It's, it's, it's hard to, it for, for conventional medicine, I think that their hands are tied in so many ways, yes. whether it's with insurance or with whatever it is, you know, you get your five, 10, 12 minutes with them, which can be very, very important. But as practitioners um, in the way that we practice, we spend hours yes. with clients or on their case. Yeah, behind that, the scenes, patients don't mm -hmm. always realize how much time and effort mm -hmm. and energy goes into um, really doing the the digging and the yep. detective work. Yeah. So why I do what I do now, I think is more in that realm. It's like, mm -hmm. I want to be, I want to be a sounding board for yeah. these patients. Like listening and hearing people is, is medicine to, to these people, these yep. patients, they're not being heard. Mm -hmm. And if you come to me and say, I don't feel well, and I'm like, oh, you're fine. Like, yeah. how does that make you feel? Let's put you on some antidepressants. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we have to figure out why are people not feeling well for whatever reason? I mean, um, I no longer specialize in one specific area right. because I get bored easily. It's too and hard. My interests are just it's too hard. wild. I know. Everybody so, says you got to find your niche. I'm like, yeah. My niche is a little bit of everything. Yeah. My niche is <laughs> my niche is helping people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't necessarily just focus on digestion anymore mm. or autoimmune anymore. Yeah. I focus on listening to somebody's story, creating a partnership with them, mm -hmm. and helping and encouraging people to be uh, interactive in their own life. So many people just kind of float on yeah, through and ignore true. their problems mm -hmm. because they've been, you know, they're either ignoring them or they've been told you're fine kind of right. thing. So yeah. it's, it's a, my job and I feel like my mission is really to empower people to take an active part in their life, in their healthcare, in their personal development. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, personal development is huge in, in health and like mm -hmm. the whole concept of putting the self-care in healthcare. 
uh, that's what we need to be doing. We need to yeah. be teaching people how to care for themselves. And I'm not talking about like self-care, like <clears throat> take a, a bubble bath and light a candle. Like that's totally <laughs> that's fine. Nice. And yeah. I do it and I like it. But I'm talking about like soul searching. Like mm -hmm. why are we here? What are we doing? How can we live better? How can we be better? How mm -hmm. can we serve better? Right. And if we don't have the health and the strength and the, and the mental capacity to do that, for ourselves, we certainly can't expect to do that for other people. So we have to, yeah. you know, kind of practice what we preach kind of thing where we take really good care of ourselves, mm -hmm. love ourselves enough so that we can show up and just love the hell out of people. And it's really true because we see so often, and I say, you know, mothers are the worst of this. And neither mm -hmm. one of us are mothers, we're, we're dog parents. <laughs> but, um, but I think in practice we see that a lot where parents, mothers are everything else before them mm -hmm. and so <clears throat> when that gets out of control they start getting sick yes. you start getting sick you can't take care of your family you can't work you can't do whatever it is you need to do these are the things that we're trying to avoid we want and pray for people to to have the ability to just what you said show up feel good want to do everything that they can but you have to sit back and go i have to be number one at least for a part of the day yes even if it's for 30 minutes and find that grounding, find that meditation, um, take care of your body. And, and I say part of the day because really it's, it's throughout a life because you have yeah. to do the preventive maintenance. You have to make sure that you're physically, you know, your labs are in range and you got to make sure that yeah. your mind is in a good place and your heart is in a good place right. and your body's in a good place in order to continue to show up and be able to serve everybody who's around you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I've always loved the analogy of like, you're the pilot of a plane, mm -hmm. and if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna fly that plane safely, you have to be in tip top shape, yeah. physically mm -hmm. and mentally. You've got to be like focused, and you've got to be there. Otherwise, you've got a plane full of people that are going to die. Yeah. So not just with your family, but mm -hmm. you know, in in a clinical setting or whatever your whatever your job is, right. just right. you know, you have to take mm -hmm. care of yourself. Um, I think it's the number one thing that we can do um, as humans to to show love towards other people. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> okay, take a quick break. Um, let's talk about Rightful. Henry's got us taken care of back here. <laughs> um, Rightful's a great company. You've heard me talk about them every time. They, they take care of us. They sponsor the show. Um, they are fairly new to the supplement world and are growing like mad. They've got some, some good data. They're starting to, to do more and more clinical research as, as time goes on because they're having such great results. So this is a product that was an anti-inflammatory um, uh, pain product, essentially. And so it takes, you know, a couple weeks, a month, a little time for it to build up in the system, but it does. And over time, if you're dealing with pain, then it really helps to mitigate that pain 24-7. So it's a turmeric product. It's got a little bit of CBD in it. Um, it's got some ashwagandha in it. Um, so it supports the adrenals. It can support the focus. It's got some poppy for sleep. So there's a morning and an, there's an evening um, uh, uh, supplement. <laughs> like, where are my words? There's a morning and the evening. So the evening obviously helps you sleep. And the morning is not stimulating, but it's focusing. And this is what I've noticed the most. And so I don't have pain, thankfully. Uh, so I, I find that my focus is amazing. I love it for that. And my sleep is really good as well. And I don't usually have a lot of sleep issues. But it's being sold in pain clinics. Like 
allopathic pain clinics mm. because it mm. works so well for people. And I think that this is a huge step, and I say it every time I talk about this, this is a huge step in starting to bring together what we need in medicine mm -hmm. is allopathic medicine and functional <coughs> medicine and start to bring those because as we'll kind of dig into here in a little bit, you know, allopathic medicine is really good for acute situations. Functional medicine is much better at chronic situations. And so bringing those together I think is really important because they both have their mm -hmm. strengths. And so um, it's in a coconut base, it tastes good. Uh, it's a really great product. I appreciate them for what they do. Um, you can go to uh, their website, go to rightful.com and put in the code TLN20 um, and get a discount. So, okay, moving on. Um, Amber, over a period of time, we've known each other now five, five years. years. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I remember our first coffee date. That's I know. So cute. <laughs> it's so funny. And little did we know from that point, you know, we connected, but what we really connected is we yeah. went to a conference together. And we're like, oh, yeah. this is trouble. Our true nerds came out. <laughs> yeah. Over coffee, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, she's, she's cute. She's kind of cool. Uh -huh. We go to a conference together and <laughs> like light bulbs it's, went off in our yeah. heart and we were like, <laughs> I love you. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Um, and so this is a regular for us and we talk about continuing education and we get together and we talk about um, um, clients and patients and, and how we can better serve them. We co-managed um, clients and patients before. And so this is, this is what we love is, well, just to be nerds, but we we connected over this, and but over the time, Amber has transitioned from acupuncture to and is kind of moving into another direction. And so I want you to talk about that and a little bit about why. And let's have some fun with that. Sure. So what and this kind of goes back to what I was saying about mm -hmm. what I've noticed over the years with what patients are coming and telling me. But what I have picked up on <laughs> when you pay attention to people. I'll notice I'll have them come in for like our first appointment, which would be what I call like a medical history evaluation. And it's just like a, a time for them to tell me their story and to get an idea of where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. And we do that before we do any treatment. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes yep. if somebody wants acupuncture, we'll do the acupuncture after that. So mm -hmm. I noticed that we'd be talking for an hour and we would stand up to go do acupuncture. And they're like, oh, I feel better already. And I'm like, I literally haven't done anything yeah, yeah. but utilize these right. things attached mm -hmm. to the side of my head. And I just listened to people and I noticed that people were just getting better and feeling better by just talking and yeah. venting and sharing yeah. their story, sharing. And it made me realize that people are not heard. Mm -hmm. They're also lonely. Mm -hmm. And this is why like therapy and coaching is is yeah. really just s becoming so popular uh, right now because people want to talk. Mm -hmm. And when they go to a typical uh, doctor, they don't really get to be heard. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to their health, uh, that's a big problem. Yeah. So so that is a, a major a major step where it was like, okay, well, I want to sit and talk to somebody and understand, you know, where they're coming from. And what I also notice in doing so is that a lot of people's issues that they're coming in for stem from emotional 
health issues and what I I mean emotional health is like a very broad mm -hmm. term but what I mean by that is our thoughts are literally making us sick right and there is very interesting research when I was doing my um, doctoral research there was a study about um, how an after like an argument or like some negative event inflammatory markers mm -hmm. to be specific IL-6 mm -hmm. for our other nerds out there mm -hmm. um, is raised and elevated for 72 hours and mm -hmm. before it starts to go back down so when you're having this inflammatory um, cascade happen and then okay after 72 hours what if you have another fight what if you right. have another, another yeah. event so we've we've noticed that inflammation um, is like a constant with the way that we live, with mm -hmm. our relationships that we have. So it was really apparent to me that I needed to focus on the more mental, emotional, spiritual aspect. And acupuncture is phenomenal, but it's not, you know, the, the, the needles aren't going to listen like I can. It's true. So it's true. really just trying to um, get to the root. We're always digging, digging, digging. Always why, digging. Why, why? Yeah, we, we, we speak the same language <laughs> constantly. We, there's, anytime there's something happening, you heard me, you've heard me say this, don't just assume it's, there's dysfunction just for the sake of dysfunction. Right. There's always a reason. And we, we, we have to understand that. Mm -hmm. And we may not totally get down to the exact thought that happened that set off right. this whole thing. But if we can, and this takes us back to gratitude and having meditation mm -hmm. practices mm -hmm. and things that um, we think are too simple and, oh, it's not going to really help or, oh, what's five minutes going to do? Like these things make a profound Changes impact. your biochemistry. Absolutely. Literally. And yeah. that is, you know, for other people who like want hard science, like that's yeah. there now. Yeah. You can see yeah. what meditation does to the brain mm -hmm. and how it enlarges parts of the brain that deal with like well-being and cognitive mm -hmm. function and memory. Mm -hmm. And on the flip side of that, repeated negative events, repeated negative thoughts, shrink the hippocamp hippocampus mm -hmm. in yeah. our brain yeah. and lead it to cognitive decline and poor memory. So even spending five minutes a day, like if, if there was one thing I would tell somebody mm -hmm. is to pick up a meditation practice. And it's very easy to do that now mm -hmm. because it, it's so popular. Yeah, there's guided meditation everywhere. And everywhere. I think I think it's, it's great to get to the point where you can meditate on your own because yeah. if you, when you can truly MD. I had a I had a, a a friend on the other day. Um, he's another. He's a guy who does a, a show here at the station. Uh -huh. um, his name's Charlie Patillo, and he's he's really cool. You should watch it. It was a really great show. I think it was. <laughs> anyway, what he said, and I just went, "Whoa!" It was the coolest thing. He said, "Prayer is when you're talking to God. Uh -huh. Meditation is when God's talking to you." Mm -hmm. I was like, Ugh. and so I just love that so much. Um, cool. I just thought it was amazing. And so I love guided meditations. It kind of takes me to a place where I want to go. Mm -hmm. um, but when I have the ability, because I don't always, um, to really just shut out and let my mind open up to all the good mm -hmm. that's coming in. And I think that that's what we know. Some people are like, well, evil can come in. I'm like, no, you know, I mean, I think yeah. that, you know, you're letting good in when you're feeling, when you're sending out good, you're letting good in. You have your intentions. Um, but you can, these are when, this is, these are what I've had some of my greatest ideas and greatest oh, thoughts in my, my like, holy smokes, I get it. Or <laughs> here's what I need to do for that client. You know, things like yes. that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, funny that you say that. I have literally been 
sitting in meditation and I have a little timer on my phone so my phone is like near me when I'm meditating and I will like have an insight and I'll be like oh I shouldn't say it but I like hey Siri and now my <laughs> phone's gonna pick up but yeah. I will literally say <clears throat> like hey Siri remind me blah 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 because I can't yeah I can't like yeah. forget it so yeah. it's kind mm -hmm. of ridiculous and funny but since we're on this topic, can we give listeners like a really quick little tidbit on how to start a meditation yeah, practice if they don't know? Cause, yeah, Because there's a million apps and there is lots of guided meditation and I think that that is really beneficial for people who are just starting out. Mm -hmm. But because some people are like, I don't know how to meditate or I don't yeah. know. And I can never do it. My mind will never stop. Right, right. So it's, that's, it's, it's practice. Yeah, it is practice. Mm -hmm. And we're not exactly trying to get the mind to stop. So we right. can't necessarily control our thoughts it's like trying mm -hmm. to control our heartbeat like right. it is just going to happen mm -hmm. and I think that's one reason why people hate meditation they'll sit there and it's like oh well I'm still thinking well yeah like that's not gonna stop so mm -hmm. um, it, it takes a lot of time and practice to like calm and focus so the idea of the meditation is to focus on something whether it's your breath or counting or doing like a body scan or scanning your senses mm -hmm. and so I would love to offer and invite you guys to just try this you know well when we're done or mm -hmm. tomorrow morning or this evening mm -hmm. where you just sit spine tall I usually don't like to lay down because I will fall asleep. I like Some to lay down like to with lay my down. feet up yeah, I do. I love sitting. It, uh, it allows me to focus rather than like be like, ooh, I could just like take a little nap right now. <laughs> um, but mm -hmm. if you just close your eyes and just start to breathe and focus on your breath and just inhale and exhale and just feel what that feels like in our body. We don't really pay attention mm -hmm. to our breath because it's just automatic. Mm -hmm. It's it is just happening and that is the beautiful part of the autonomic nervous system mm -hmm. it is the one thing that we do have some control over we right. don't have control over our intestines mm -hmm. or our heart um although like it is said that like great meditators can actually do stuff like that yeah not yeah. there yet mm -hmm. maybe one day right but you can control your breath and so just focusing on the breath and and then scanning your senses like even with your eyes closed like what do you see what colors do you see what do you hear? Do you smell anything? Can you taste anything? And just like scan what your body feels like. Five minutes mm -hmm. of just doing those things, paying attention to your breath and, and scanning all of your senses has a profound calming effect. Awesome. So mm -hmm. just a, a little yeah. nugget on that. I think another quick nugget on that is if you deal with anxiety, mm -hmm. I think it's virtually impossible. It may absolutely be impossible to be in an anxious state while you're focusing on deep breathing. Mm -hmm. Um, so something to think about if, if, you know, start learning to breathe, start paying attention to your breath if you're dealing with a lot of anxiety. There are a lot of th factors that go into anxiety, so I'm not saying that it's going to be the end-all sure. be-all, but breathing can really help to, to control that. Um, I want to make a quick point real quick. You'll see, we, I actually brought a couple of diagrams today because I know there have been a couple of times that we have talked about, you know, talked about the functional medicine tree and all these things. and. Um, so you'll see these kind of going up behind us, but here in a bit, we'll, we'll actually get into those. Um, but so let's, let's do that. Let's kind of start digging into functional medicine versus conventional medicine and the way, yeah. the way we practice and why we practice the way that we do. Yeah. Well, I think that functional medicine is just such a beautiful, um, way to practice medicine because it does take into consideration, 
um, and the importance of that mental, emotional, mm -hmm. spiritual health of a person that has a really big impact on our yep. physiology and right. how we are physically functioning. Mm -hmm. um, so that mm -hmm. is my personal favorite. You don't really ever go to, I, I've never been to a medical doctor where like that's ever been asked or addressed. Right. And right. so when, when I have somebody coming into my practice, like that is definitely something that we talk about or if they don't want to talk about it that's totally fine mm -hmm. like there sure. are a couple people yeah. and I'm talking a couple like most people want to talk about this stuff mm -hmm. but they do um, I'm not gonna force somebody to talk <laughs> about something that they don't want to talk mm -hmm. about but um, our our emotional health just greatly impacts our physiology mm -hmm. and vice versa like yeah. if you throw out your back and you are in a lot of pain like that's going to affect your mental health and and how you show up in the world and how you can think. And Over so, time, it will create depression. Yeah, yeah and we've I've all, seen it, yeah. I mean, I think we all kind of know that the mm -hmm. two are so interrelated. I mean, if you think about like, uh, take for example, like being really nervous and like, I, you got the runs, you gotta go to the bathroom <laughs> now. Like, I can't tell you how many people have told me, like, uh -huh. this is a yeah. big thing. Yeah. Um, so like that's an, that is a example of like your emotional <laughs> health being example. anxious and nervous, like having a direct impact mm -hmm. on your physical health. Yeah. It like it, your intestines are like, uh, uh, mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, I already gave an example of like having the physical health, like chronic disease, chronic back yeah. pain, like how can you mm -hmm. be happy? And I think you can, but most people are not going to be happy and healthy and vibrant when they're in chronic pain or chronic right. disease state. Uh, yeah, I think they're kind of, it's it's just too difficult. Yeah. Um, so up behind us we have, um, as we're talking about functional medicine, mm -hmm. um, you know, we have, this is what we call the functional medicine tree, and this was developed through the Institute for Functional Medicine, mm -hmm. so this is a, an amazing organization. We've been trained through them, um, and we just appreciate everything that they put out, because truly they are you know, when we talk about the differences between functional medicine and allopathic medicine, both of them having a very, very important role mm -hmm. in our health. You know, when we talk about having a team, I have a, a client right now who's got an amazing team. You know, she's got a couple of neurologic chiropractors. She's got her um, allopathic physician and her functional medicine physician, and she's got me um, and, you know, a couple other things. She's got some really pretty chronic issues going on. And so we talk about building that team. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, Amber and I have been on a team together. And I think it's important to, as a patient, as a client, to make sure that, that you're finding people who can support you in whatever it is you're dealing with. Um, and that includes therapy, it includes mm -hmm. coaching, it includes as much of this when it comes to the mental, emotional, physical health. You, and, and people that you trust. Mm -hmm. Anybody that's going to um, just sort of blow you off and not give you the time, um, you need to consider finding somebody else who's, who's not gonna blow you off. Because we do Absolutely. see that and we find that and it's, un it's unfortunate. Um, but the biggest thing that, you know, and I've been meaning to do this for I don't know however <laughs> many shows now, but with the functional medicine tree, the biggest thing that I wanna point out here is this, this, this is the root cause right here. So we're looking at sleep and relaxation, exercise, movement, nutrition, hydration, stress, resilience, uh, relationships, networks, trauma, microorganisms, and environmental pollutants. Those, those are all of the things that create dis-ease, mm -hmm. right? So dis-ease, so that's the way we need to think about it. The body, you said this earlier, I say it all the time. 
when there's a symptom, when there's a pain, when there's a problem, when there's a brain fog, when there's anxiety, depression, all of these things are symptoms and there's a reason for it. It's the body, body's knocking on your door going, hey, I need you to pay attention because yeah. there's something going on. Right. And so that's what, you know, instead of saying, okay, you are depressed or you have anxiety, try this pill. I don't know anybody who's deficient in Prozac, right? <laughs> We've heard this before. You don't yep. have a deficiency in Prozac. Yeah. So it, there's something going on. It's going to be an inflammatory response. And we were talking about this yesterday. You know, the, the big thing in functional medicine is, every, you know, everything is, all of this dis-ease is created by inflammation. But you got to ask why. Yeah. You got to keep digging. Why is there inflammation? What's creating this inflammatory response? Is it infection? Is it stress? Is it, is it your, your family, the family dynamics that you're dealing with? Is it a trauma? from when you were a kiddo or from a year ago. I've seen that when I do a timeline um, with my clients. They're yeah. like, man, you know, everything was fine until this one point, everything just went haywire. It's like, okay, what happened? Well, I don't know, no big deal. I broke up with my girlfriend or had a divorce. We're like, okay, yeah. was it traumatic? Oh yeah, it's the worst. Okay, it's so a big deal. it's a huge deal and we see that. This is why we do timelines. It's, yeah. it's amazing That's why stuff. we ask personal questions yeah. about mm -hmm. somebody's life. and. Are you happy? Mm -hmm. Like it's important. Yeah. And to you know piggyback on what you were talking mm -hmm. about, like these um, these root causes, like this is the body, like you said, mm -hmm. knocking on the door. Yeah. Like this is blowing your house down when you mm -hmm. have like a, a cardiac event yeah. or diabetes mm -hmm. or whatnot. These things don't just happen. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have to go back and like I um, my I mean I would hope that I have over the years like encouraged and continue to encourage people to pay attention to that knock on the door because that knock on the door like your body whispering to you will end up yelling at you and screaming uh -huh. in your ear if you do not pay attention so yeah. it's like it is time to wake up pay attention and not be fearful of what these symptoms could be like I, I have come across that I don't know about you I'm sure you have where People will not want to go to the doctor or not want to do lab testing because they don't want to find afraid. out. Mm -hmm. And um, that is, I understand that, but it, that only ends up in a worse situation. That yeah, will it won't go away. Cause We're, a lot more fear yeah. mm -hmm. if we let these things go on yeah. for too long. Yeah, because it's it's a little bit of a it's a domino effect, right? If you're if you're seeing or feeling symptoms. They, that may go away, but there's something else that's, that's brewing, right? Yeah. I mean, everything affects, you know, one of the hard things about allopathic medicine too, and again, this is, this is training and people, people want to, you know, cardiologists, that's what they want to do. I want to work on the heart. I get it. Mm -hmm. But we also have to understand that everything from head to toe affects everything from head to toe. Oh, right. We are all connected, um, just like we're connected to each other. We're connected to our environment. We're energy and we exchange that energy. So our heart's gonna exchange energy with our brain and our kidneys and you know yeah. all of these things. And so we have to, we have to, I don't remember my point right now. So. Well, I think that, that is the point, is that that is something that is like the foundation of functional medicine is looking at the Thanks, relationships Amy. between <laughs> like, organs, between systems, mm -hmm. between um, like neurochemicals in our body, like mm -hmm. sending messages. So. Uh, we do need specialists like it's, it's a good thing yeah. but that's Absolutely. not what functional medicine 
is about. The functional medicine is somebody, a practitioner in functional medicine is somebody who is trained to look at these relationships, see the importance of the interconnectedness of our body and how not just our body, but how it interacts with itself, how it interacts with the world around it, because we're constantly being sent messages from the environment, from other people, you know, um, and this stuff is stored in our system. Yeah, it's true. And what I think what is is interesting, though, and, you know, as we're talking about just allopathic and functional medicine is we see more and more. I've seen this quite a bit is cardiologists. They're, you know, allopathically trained. They're medical doctors, cardiologists who move into functional medicine. Yeah. So they're still cardiologists, but they're looking at um, the gut. What's going mm -hmm. on with the gut that's creating your your heart issues or your cardiovascular issues? It's, you know, do you have an infection? Do you have a trauma? Do you have stress? You know, they are trained then to mm -hmm. look at the heart more globally. Yeah. Right? Right. Rather than, oh, you have heart palpitations. Here mm -hmm. is a, a medication drug. for yeah. you. Yeah. It's like, I've heard this. I know you've heard this like a thousand times, but, you know, to give you guys a, an, another analogy of the difference between, and this is a little harsh, so, but I, ha <laughs> I have to say it because it, it makes it, it makes sense, but like, mm -hmm. You know, in Western medicine, if you if you go to the doctor and say my foot hurts, um, and you know there's like a rock in your shoe, they'll give you an Advil. Where in right. functional medicine, right. they'll say like take your damn shoe off, um, <laughs> and like let's get to the root of the problem. Now your foot won't hurt if you just deal with that issue. So um, it just it it is about not giving a pill and a medication. Um, for anything and everything. And it's also about not ignoring and saying everything's okay when it's not. Functional medicine mm -hmm. is about diving in, hand-holding, partnering up with your patient. It is yep. a true partnership. Mm -hmm. And I think that yep. that's what patients want. That's, that's what they want, it's what they need. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why we see people who are like, nobody can figure it out, Yeah, what's happening. Um, and, you know, l like you said earlier, we can't always act absolutely, you know, put a, and I can't diagnose anyway, um, Amber can, you can, right? You can. In a Chinese medical yeah. perspective, okay. but yeah. not like a hypo, yeah, yeah not in a, in a Western okay. conventional yeah. medical terminology. Right, right. Um, either way, though, when we, when we see, we have the ability to look and see, and we may have to say, okay, this is what we're looking at, but you need to get diagnosed by your doctor. And that's a very important piece of it, but sure. we spend the time to truly dig and understand and really learn. Um, and I would say um, with our client and then on our client's case, but then just the amount of continuing education that we do, mm -hmm. which is not, it's not a, a, it's not a hardship. It's not a, it's not this thing. We're like, oh, continuing education. Right. We're like, yes. <laughs> when can we do more? And yeah. when can we afford it? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I think that that is, um, you know, part of the part of the passion is like mm -hmm. it's not, it's not a struggle to do CEUs. It's like, oh man, I'm struggling because like I haven't been able to go to a seminar and whatever. Someone we were talking year. about yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, gotta go. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just a, it's just a constant, I mean, it's mm -hmm. a constant learning. Um, and, you know, we know that, like, what we knew five years ago was actually a lot of it is not true. Like, science mm -hmm. is changing. We're learning mm -hmm. so much. And so, even though science is, and, and research is so important, mm -hmm. we can't put 
all and only um, our attention on that because there's so much we don't know. There's right. so much yeah. we're, we're learning. And I think that, you know, again, we were talking about this yesterday is like, we have, we've taken the magic out of the medicine um, in, in a Chinese medical sense, for sure. Like we were talking about how we can, um, we can now tell you scientifically, like what happens when you put a needle into the, into the skin and, and, and skeptics want to know that. And I understand that. I wanted to know that. Mm -hmm. I wanted to understand how putting a needle in the hand can affect what's going on in the head. And, and if you put a needle in the foot, that affects what's going on in your shoulder. Like it's mind blowing. So cool. And we can have scientific explanations for this stuff. But we don't know everything. Right. And anyone yeah. who pretends to know everything or says, like, this doesn't work, this is bogus, hocus pocus, placebo. Oh, I love placebo. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's an ignorant statement. And so we have to go into, I think, any case mm -hmm. with a beginner's mind, with the, um, like, a, a childlike thought of, oh, I wonder what I can learn yeah. here. I wonder mm -hmm. what I'm going to learn today. Not like, oh, I know this. I, I know, know what's going yeah. on. And that's that. You said it yesterday. It's like, why, 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 why? That's what kids do. Why, why? So that's what we do. Why, why? Yep. The annoying five-year-old just won't stop. That's us. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, so I need to do, I always forget, I need to do a quick break. Um, let's talk about Zymogen. Zymogen is another great supplement company. They're a great sponsor of ours. I appreciate them so much because they support their clients and their clients' clients or patients. Um, they're data-driven. They've got um, the studies to show that they the, the, the products work well. Um, and if the products go are, are on the line and there's something wrong with them, they won't put them out. They'll just put it on back order. They want it to be perfection. They want to support us. Um, and they are... They're just a great company. So I put up, um, so I5 is a functional food. It's a functional protein. Um, it's got support. It's brain support. It's a, it's a, it's a great company. They, I'm repeating myself. Um, <laughs> one that I had wanted up was not, it's not a big deal, but it was adrenal support because we were talking about stress mm -hmm. and adrenals and that kind of thing. And I want to get into stress here in a minute. Um, stress and entrepreneurship mm -hmm. is kind of what I want to talk a little bit about. <laughs> um, but... Um, they have a great adrenal support that is a, just a, it's, it's, it's herbs that are adaptogenic and just really help the body to adapt <coughs> to whatever situation you're in. It's not something that you're going to feel imme immediately. It takes mm -hmm. a little bit of time, but it's a great product. Um, and so you can go on, go to my website, tastelifenutrition.com and click on the whole scripts, whole scripts and Zymogen, same company. You just order through whole scripts. Um, and you can look at their different products. They've got sports products, men's and women's products. They've got anti-inflammatory products, gut products, you name it. Mm -hmm. And they're all amazing. I appreciate them so much. So, um, okay. So I want to pull up, um, Henry, that stress that the red, the graphics with the red uh, balls on it, circles. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's um, great. <laughs> so, um, but I want to talk about, so, um, one of the things, I mean, we're always super geeky science nerds, but <laughs> we also are both entrepreneurs. And that's another thing that we talk about on a regular basis is the stress of it, because we understand, right, the biochemistry and the effects that it has on the body, as well as the epigenetic effects that it can have on the body, which epigenetic, thanks Henry, epigenetic effects um, is, are being shown 
to, or I guess there are changes, mm -hmm. to, to remain seven generations down. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't heard me talk about epigenetics, so we have our genome, basically our skin color, our eye color, things that, that don't typically change. But um, epigenetics is locations, is simply, because it's yeah. not simple, yeah. locations on top of the genes that have the ability to turn on and off. And they turn on and off minute by minute, hour by hour, and day by day. And it, it just depends, or I don't know how many hundreds of millions of them, um, and, but we're studying them more and more. Some of them we know a lot about, some of them we know nothing about. Right. But we do know that epigenetics, in most cases, is due to lifestyle. Epigenetic changes is due to lifestyle. So yes. you can have them turn on and off, and, and either way can be good or bad. But we want to we want to understand that our lifestyle, our diet, our movement, our stress levels, mm -hmm. all of these things that we were talking about, all the things that were on that functional medicine root or functional medicine tree root, all of those things are what make the epigenetic changes. So just because you have cardiovascular disease in your family mm -hmm. and everybody's died of a heart attack doesn't mean that's going to be you because you have the control. And this is the most amazing thing about epigenetics is learning and understanding that we do have the control. Mm -hmm. And um, Joe Dispenza said it so beautifully in his book. He said um, that epigenetics proves our free will. Yeah. 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 And it just gives me chills every time I, <laughs> I hear it and think about that. Like, it's just so cool. Um, but when we're talking about stress and what we're talking about earlier is in this, you know, this is kind of the core. And this is uh, Dr. Datis Karazian, who is another person that we love, you know, huge mm -hmm. in functional medicine uber smart dude, we've done um, multiple uh, seminars with him, or indirectly, either way. But if you look at the arrow, dysbiosis being gut, uh, uh, you know, your, your, your gut microbes being out of balance, your good ones to your bad ones being out of balance. So dysbiosis, inflammation, autoimmunity, and stress, they all go back and forth, and it's just this nasty little cycle that just right. goes back and forth. Um, and this is what we see, you know, it may start with stress, but then all of this is going to happen, and it may start with dysbiosis, and then all of this is going to happen, right? So this is an important, I think it's important, you, we could probably add multiple red bubbles in there. <laughs> red balls. <laughs> red balls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so interesting to look at, like, even with one of these, and part of what we do with our patients is, like, looking at, okay, what are the causes of autoimmunity? You know, like, that, that digging, like, there are mm -hmm. lots of reasons yeah. that can cause that so when you when you have that information you know that it allows to um ask the why like 500 yeah. times mm -hmm. to say oh okay so mm -hmm. this could be this could be a gut issue this could be a stress issue for me i feel like it always leads back to stress it all yeah. like what mm -hmm. oh, if, if if it is a gut issue and it's like due to poor dietary habits why is that are you mm -hmm. stress eating again going back to stress like yeah. why are why are the problems happening mm -hmm. and I feel like we can always point to to some negative thought pattern or some stress that yep. happened mm -hmm. it's of course sometimes it's like being exposed to you know some sort of toxin um, sure but it's usually not just one thing which creates stress yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you know our environment can create stress on the body we may, we may not know it until we're feeling the symptoms of mm -hmm. it but you know if we have um, you know, heavy metal toxicities, if we have Lyme disease, mm -hmm. all of the, all of these things, um, 
will create more stress on the body and then you're going back here and you've got this you know nasty circle so you got to find a place where you can stop that um, and, and start to support the body so then the other things can start to balance out as well um, and so kind of you know the stress and the entrepreneurship you know I think and I, I know um, a lot of you out there there's so many entrepreneurs now I just mm -hmm. finished up an entrepreneur course I'm about to start another one really fun to be a part of a group of people um, you know both clinically as well as just you know people all over who just have a passion to do yeah. what they do mm -hmm. but it always what we see is I don't know what I'm doing it's really hard I'm scared like, what's it you know what is it gonna work is it not gonna work you know there's always the question when it comes to being an entrepreneur and I know that for both of us we sort of just jumped in mm -hmm. it's kind of like I don't have any choice. This is what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that in and of itself, you know, we both have to manage our stress. And Absolutely. yeah, and I think that it's not it's not always easy. And I, I, I have my own, you know, my own issues with, you know, trying to take the time because I always have to spend my time with the computer and research. Okay, no, now I need to, oops, need to go and meditate because I'm like, you know, I'm way up here, but no, I can't leave my computer. You know, I mean, we're all, we all struggle with that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> uh, and I think that takes us right back to where we started. It's like mm -hmm. these small things that we can do for our mental health, um, like meditation and like gratitude. If I don't do that daily, yeah. well, I don't know what would happen. I do it daily. Yeah. I don't want to find out. Um, mm -hmm. I'd probably be a crazy person and not sitting right here, you know, <laughs> talking about <laughs> what we're talking about. But, um, you know, part of um, the coaching that I'm starting to do, you know, I'm creating this, this thing called joy lighting. Yeah. Where, where it's it, because like being an entrepreneur and because life in general for, for all of us can be so stressful. My goal is to, and I'm working on it. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm I in practice. I practice this daily where <laughs> I want to be able to find the joy no matter what the situation. So that might sound crazy, like, you know, joy if I get some diagnosis. Um, you know, I want to be able to do that. And I want people to mm -hmm. utilize these tools so that we can have the, um, the strength in our mind to control our mm -hmm. physical body. So, yeah. so just finding joy in the small things like doing the dishes or m like mopping the floor. Like that seems a little crazy, but if I swear to God, if you practice this, mm -hmm. like it's doable. And I don't yeah. know if any of you guys know who Byron Katie is, um, mm -hmm. but you know, talking about truth, like always questioning, like, is that mm -hmm. true? Is this mm -hmm. true? Um, she is a phenomenal um, author who talks a lot about finding joy in the mundane. And it doesn't have to be some joyful experience, like, oh, Nikki and I are going to Hawaii, I'm so joyful. It's like, <laughs> which oh. we did, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, how can you find joy in the day to day? Mm -hmm. And these kinds of tools that help build our mental health are really how we can do that. Yeah. Help with our stress. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's awesome. Um, and it's, it is a practice. You know, we're all practicing sure. every day what we do, whether it's work, whether it's life whether it's the relationships, mm -hmm. um, whatever it is, it's a practice. I, I saw a, there's a, I don't know, some video yesterday of a guy saying that he would, um, he would thank his money as he was giving it away, hmm. right? So it's being grateful. So it's just this constant practice of gratitude in everything that you do, even when it's difficult. 
money's not always fun to give away, right? right? And so thank you to it. And what many will say will happen is when you're grateful for it, then more comes to you, mm-hmm. right? Again, it's energy, energy in, energy out. Mm-hmm. And, and um, the positivity, you want to put out the positive. And this goes back to the difficulties that we're dealing with. There are a lot of things that need to be squared away, and my, my in- intent is not to get into any of that except to say that for all of us, I think we need to focus on ourselves, focus on, mm-hmm. on being positive, focus on um, you know, being grateful and being happy as much as we can um, because it's difficult. This is a difficult place, difficult time, and I know that's, you know, that's part of my prayer time, it's part of my, my gratitude and my meditation time is to just do my best to just be thankful for everything that's around me, everything in this world, everything, you know, you know, my friends, my colleagues, my family, um, the people who I trust and, and I love and, and everybody. I'm really grateful for everybody. I'm grateful for our differences because yeah. that's truly what makes the world go around. Yeah. Um, and so I think, I think it has, there is beauty and difficulty. Absolutely. Um, even though it's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we grow. I mean, that's, yeah. I think, the the essence of, of this whole conversation is how do we grow? Mm-hmm. Like, life isn't going to get any less stressful. So yeah. how do we find how do we find beauty in the stress? How do right. we find joy mm-hmm. in the stress? And um, I know that that sounds a little crazy to probably a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, but I'm here to tell you that it can happen. Yeah, it absolutely yeah, can. It can. It's just, um, it is a practice. Everything is a practice. Life is a practice. Yes. And yeah, with all of the craziness that is going on, um, I think we have an opportunity to find beauty in it for sure. Awesome. Okay, where can you be found? Oh, where can I be found? Well, uh, on Facebook and Instagram, I'm uh, Vitality Center Denver. And of course, you can uh, find out some fun stuff about Joy Lifing on my website at vitalitycenter.com. Check it out. She's updated her website. It's really cute. It's really fun and just makes you want to go. <sighs> <laughs> it's more me and less scientific now. So, it is. Uh, it is. But yeah. you know, we got to put the fun in functional medicine. We do. And it yeah. just, again, it all has to do with joy. And not everybody mm-hmm. wants to like you know, have this serious scientific conversation. So yeah, I think it represents more of, of who I am now. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. I have to say this real quick because it was yeah. it was it was the most fun um, where she did a clinic. Did a clinic. It was a workshop. And it was on um, having a temper tantrum. Yes. Literally. And I'll tell you it sounds funny and silly and easy. Letting go like that is really difficult. Yes. It is so <laughs> difficult for people, but it is such a stress reliever. I highly recommend it. Thanks for bringing that up. Because yeah. Since we're talking about stress today, um, you know, we, we gave you a little tip on meditation, and hopefully you can, you know, take the uh, another completely opposite tool and go through a temper tantrum and just, like, let your body freak out. Like, <laughs> let it do what it wants. You can scream, you can kick. And yeah, we watch the dogs. Don't kick the dogs. As a group, uh, <laughs> a couple times now, and people find mm-hmm. it really therapeutic. It is. It's really. It's, it's really fun go. and interesting. You got to be able to let go. <laughs> I had a hard time. I, I yeah. will not lie. I was like, this is weird feeling. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. All right. Awesome stuff. Um, so you can find me tastelifenutrition.com. You can find me here every other Thursday. Oh, Henry, I'm sorry. This is K U H S the stream. 
It's very important for me to say that multiple times because, because this is an amazing station, um, top in the country, or one of the top in the country, um, and Henry does a great job, and I'm so grateful to Henry and all that he does. Um, so we're here every other week, K KUHS Denver, streaming live. This is Taste Life Radio, my company, Taste Life Nutrition, functional nutritionist. I see autoimmune, GI dysfunction, I see hormone imbalance, fertility clients, um, weight management, it's kind of all over the board. Um, and, you know, it's a lot of fun. So um, I, I appreciate everybody. I appreciate yes, all of you. Thank you. Um, thank you. Oh, thank Amazing. You. <laughs> so Love much this fun. girl. <laughs> um, all right, we'll see you again here in two weeks. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>